Everyone says that the good die young But if I die young, what will you say about me? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Bloomer. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. You guys, you've been asking for it. You want some of that new, new? Some of that new, new, new metal? New. You gotta get that new, new. New, new. So here it is. We're talking about Kane Hill this week and their album, Smile. Some of that new, new metal, baby. We're going to talk all about it. Before we get to that, we've got to talk about who's emailing. Who's emailing? Who is? So we got an email from Mr. Lance McFarlane. Subject line, hey guys. He said, I met Matt at Podcast Movement and I am so glad I did. The Roach Coach has very quickly become my favorite podcast. It is seriously... All I have listened to since then. Matt will know what I mean, but I guarantee the same cannot be said for the Sotheby's podcast. So (laughs) soon that was a bit of an in-joke. A few quick notes. Matt, it was awesome hanging out with you at Podcast Movement, and you are a really great promoter of your show. Every album I brought up that I thought was news to Matt had already been done. Lance. He would be shocked to know how little I knew three years ago. Well... How does one learn if not through the words of others? Baptism by fire, baby. That's right. (laughs) Truly. Uh, Lance said he used to listen to the Mortis album, The Smell of Rain, way too much. Mortis. (laughs) Mortis. What has become of me? Um, Wow. God, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I've been in a trunk. I have to be honest, I forgot that we brought that trunk here. You locked me in a trunk and all I've had to eat was sadness. I am so sorry. I have a hundred McChickens that I bought for you, though. Thank you, Jenny. You are my friend. No problem. I just figured you'd like McChickens. They were a dollar. I happen to have a hundred dollar bill. Are you a dollar dollar menu there? Oh, yeah. I'm a dollar menu narrow all the way. <laughs> and now you are too, Mortis. Thank you so much. Feel free to use that as the, the title of your next Mortis album. Mortis away. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. He's, he is just plowing through McChickens right now. You know what? I'm glad that Mortis came back, if just for a moment. I missed him. Uh, what else did uh, Mr. McFarlane have to say? He said, I don't necessarily have any recommendations, but I'm curious what your thoughts are on bands like Cradle of Filth, Sworn Enemy, and maybe Marilyn Manson. Are they close enough to new Metal to ever be covered? Well, mm. Cradle of Filth do not appeal to me. Jenny, thoughts on <laughs> Cradle of Filth? Oh, uh, I think Cradle of Filth is a fine band. I don't... To me, it doesn't uh, really overlap with the type of music that we're listening to. I guess I could see it as like if we were doing like <sighs> like a an ancestry dot com like third cousin or something. Like mm-hmm. if we ever, if we somehow ever run out of records to listen to i could see that being being like a papa it's a cousin yeah it's like a cousin it's like oh god 
Oh, I can see how that kind of looks like you. That's more of a cousin. Uh, same with Sworn Enemy. Marilyn Manson, I guess, maybe more of the same vibe. Like, that to me is a little more on the just, like, alt-industrial. Does Would Manson be a papa ever? I, I don't. I think he came up at the same time, right? No, he's a peer at best, but no way is he a papa. And the thing is, is that Portrait of an American Family and Antichrist Superstar firmly, firmly, in my opinion, in the rock, hard rock industrial vein. I see how it gets lumped in with new metal, though, because yeah. its popularity coincides with mm-hmm. the rise of new metal. But it's just like Limp Bizkit covering Ministry all the time. Yeah, I think Manson had his own thing going. The thing that always throws me off, though, is that it's not like Manson ever made like a full true on new metal album. At the height of new metal, Marilyn Manson made a Bowie record and then didn't put anything out. <laughs> Yeah. And then dropped, uh, and then he basically, after that record didn't do what they wanted it to do, he basically retreated back to the goth rock industrial thing again with um, the the record in 2001, whose name I cannot think of right, right now. Right, but this one where he's hung in effigy and is like yeah. missing his jaw. Yeah, cool cover, cool cover. But mechanical uh, am- animals are mechanical mammonals. Aminals. Am- aminals is I what I wanted to really say. I really like mechanical aminals. <laughs> I did too. I, I I did not see it as the misstep <laughs> that so many people did. I enjoyed it. I was like a man with boobs. Let's do it. Yeah, I was right. Dope show. It's great. I love it. I love it all. Um, What else? My brother did- had it on CD. Mm. And I loved it. What right. else did people have to say? Well, well I would say what else did oh. Lance? Lance's email keeps going. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm, so sorry. I'm sorry. He had a couple more. Um, oh, I want to mention the new Sworn Enemy album produced by one Rob Flynn. What? All right. Yes. Rob Flynn was like, I'll produce you guys. Let's go. He also asked, Lance asked, will you be seeing Mushroom Head on their current tour? No, Lance. We will not. Uh, I speak for everyone. And lastly, he's asked, what are some good new metal documentaries? There is a documentary, which its name escapes me at this moment, and I apologize, but it was uh, originally broadcast on VH1, uh, where this gentleman drove around the world. Drove, not flew. Drove. It's part of the hook. Um, over the ocean? Over the ocean. Drove his car under the ocean, hanging out with fish now. Uh, <laughs> and basically investigated every single type of metal music and uh, one, did a whole episode all about new metal. And he talks to everybody. He talks to Wes. He talks to Chino. He talks to Head. He talks to everybody. It's very entertaining. It's very interesting. He gets into all of because he even starts it with it's just like, man, this was really popular, but nobody likes it. Like, what's the whole deal? And so, um, I, it's killing me that I can't remember uh, the name of it, but it was a documentary that was on VH1, and uh, I highly recommend that one. I have not watched Head's documentary, uh, Loud Crazy Love, yet. From what I understand, it's all right. Someone, I won't put him on blast, told me that they thought it was just okay, and that if it wasn't about Head and it was just about a band, they would have been less interested. But they said... 
unequivocally incredible JD quotes. So do you want to metal check that out? evolution? That's please. it. You got it, Matt. Metal evolution. They profile just about every single type of metal, and their new metal episode is uh, highly recommended by me. Uh, but I'm not really aware of any other new metal documentaries I can think of. We can give you head. them books, though. Oh, new metal books. You, I got one right here. The Bible. New Metal Resurgence by Matt Carp. Highly recommend this book. This book's everything you book. need to know. The good book. And then, you know what? New Metal, The Next Generation of Rock and Punk by Joel McIver. This one's still... This one's, you know, I love I love what Matt Carp's got going on here. But what Joel was doing here with Fred flicking off the camera and it looks like the pages are on fire and this shot of, yeah, something special here too. Um, another book that I've actually never gotten around to reading about new metal. It's called Brave New World. Uh, it li- it's by Tommy Udo. And it just lists a bunch of bands on the cover. And it has like, I don't know if this is supposed to be lava. Oh, yeah, this is lava. Dried lava and actual lava. Wow. Yeah, there Molten you go. Molten rock. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, so those are the some book recommendations on that front. And, uh, oh, and then if you can find it on YouTube, and we will talk about it when we eventually get to that album, but there is a five-part, I believe it's a four or five-part documentary that that MTV did on Limp Bizkit making results may vary that in my opinion is an essential document and I believe it is all on uh, YouTube um, uh, well yeah there you go I'm gonna need a heads up before we do that one oh take me a long watching videos I watched the videos for Sun Clodo I watched the videos for this week oh so okay. I might be living up to my new year's resolution finally <laughs> All right. Uh, so that is it for who's emailing Jenny. Uh, Lance is the best. Thanks for reaching oh. out. Uh, yes. It was great to meet him as well. Uh, he's a really, really, really awesome guy. Thank you, Lance. Thank you, Lance. Uh, Jenny, we got some feedback on our Cold Chamber episode, Dark Days. Oh, you bet we did. Jason Andrew Goodman said, Matt nailed it with the budget static X comparison. I've commented a few times that I listened to the podcast sped up because something, something respectful of time, something. <laughs> oh, my God. So fair. And at one and a half speed, this sounds a lot like Machine Aerostatic X, unless you've just heard too much of the better band. I can't think of a little reasons to listen to this one if you speed us up godspeed i speed us up i wish i could speed us up (laughs) (laughs) but we can't Mm. uh elric said what i could find about flood it was a short-lived band which featured danny simon who earlier had been in a band with amir of orgy say his full name elric it's amir to rock rock. (laughs) They imploded right when the album was released, so that's why there's almost nothing on there about them. It took me too long to find them on Discogs. Ha ha. All right. Thank you, Elric. Duke Cannon says, okay, so this is a new one to me. I've known about this album since the day it came out, but I never ended up buying it or listening to it. I have their first two, but this one, I guess, just got left in the dust because the reviews on it were so bad from what I remember, and I knew that they were breaking up. I heard Rowboat, and it bores me to death. (laughs) God, R.I.P. Duke. Um, This is one of those episodes that I'm really looking forward to because it will be my first real introduction to the album. 
Plus added commentary for my three new metal saviors. Thanks for the episode, guys. Roach Rider for life. Thank you, Duke. That's very Thank kind. you, Duke. New metal saviors. Wow. How about wow. that? Jeez. Can Ugh. we handle that mantle? I mean, it seems like saviors usually wind up axed. Murder. So. Hey, as long as we don't end up new metal martyrs, okay? That's that's the last thing any of us need. I'll right take now. that. Uh, Mike Hoverluck says, I'm with Duke. This is an album that was released after I strayed away from the news, so I never really listened to it. I'm also with Alan. We're talking about a comment we haven't gotten to yet. I listened, I enjoyed, you guys enjoyed, but totally brick wall shocked. I'm usually on his side, but I blame Matt for this one. Hashtag new metal parents. Oh, no. Wow. Wow, Matt. It was interesting to hear the record because this feels more like a step toward Devil Driver, and for me, it makes it a lot more uh, makes a lot more sense seeing how New Metal Dad went from one to the other. Also, I can't remember if we talked about it before, but can we talk about how Dez's dad and uncle were Leave It to Beaver child actors? We what? have not talked about that. I we did were not, not know aware this. of this. No, this is very new news. New news. Leave new- it to. New news. Leave news. it to new news. New new news. Uh, leave it to Beaver actors. What? This is wow. blowing my mind. Next thing you're gonna tell me is that Fieldy's grandpa was on Donna Reed, and my head's gonna blow up. All oh right. boy. You never know. You never Fred know. F troop. That's what it's called. Fred <laughs> That's troop. Fred troop. Yeah. Oh man, cast That's what a it was crazy <laughs> cast a crazy town on Dobie Gillis. Just you know, Nick at night was just new metal waiting to happen. You guys don't even get me started on Green Acres. Oh man. All, All right. right. Uh, Corey Jackson says, "Come on, Matt. I understand you can't get into them. I'm like that with Corn, but Cold Chamber are way heavier than Static X." What are you talking about with the weak-ass version comparison comment? Static X had like one good album with Constant Death Trip. Does help that band out in the early days anyway. And uh, both bands played together a lot and the new metal scene was breaking out. So I don't know why Matt shits on Chamber so much. <laughs> like a new metal parent would say, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. LOL. Oh. Corey Jackson says Chamber is life. Metal fingers. Sorry, Matt. Hey, man. Uh, I'll get taken to task. It's okay. I did, uh, The Chamber is not for me. Hey, not everybody can be in the chamber. We'd suffocate. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, gave me a lot to think about, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I know tonight before you go to bed, you're going to... I'm going to put on chamber music. You're going to sit down with your cool chamber discography on one side, one iPad, and on the other iPad, you're going to have the... Static X discography, and you're going to be like, all right, boys, prove to me once and for all. Seal yeah. this. <laughs> Seal this up. Seal this chamber. Seal this deal. Steel? Uh, something will be sealed. Alan Smock said, damn, major cannon blue balls here. String me along all episode with how much you liked it, and then bam, not a single song in. Boo. I like that I'm taking it on the chin for this. I was shocked that you didn't put this in the canon. I don't 
think it's all on you. Look. No, I, I think everybody it. but Lauren has been taken to task in the comments of this up, like this this show generally. So very true, very true. I'm, I am coming, as, Lauren. My day is coming. I, I, I mean, I'm due. <laughs> I'm due. You know what though? You know what though? I did get it the other day. You sure did. Unrelated. So somebody tweeted, and I won't say who, because I don't want to put that on them. Uh, somebody tweeted out a Taylor Swift lyric in all caps and it was a bad lyric. So I was like, yay, man, you know, that's what happens when you listen to Taylor Swift. And then they tweeted back at me. No, no, no. I'm enjoying this. I was tweeting this lyric out because I was enjoying this lyric. And I was like, oh, okay. My bad. When people post like this, I assume they're posting it because it's bad. And also the lyric is bad. I'm really digging my own grave in this. So then somebody else who I do not know rolls in and goes, who's this guy criticizing Taylor Swift? He's got Dean and new metal in his, in his Twitter profile. Somebody who likes, wait, wait, and he goes, he goes, somebody who likes mud. No, no, I got it. I got it. He goes, somebody who likes mud vein is going to criticize Taylor Swift. That's what Matt's saying. Stop to. What what am I getting wrong here? You put Dean of New Metal in your bio? Dude, I put it in there. <laughs> I'm having some fun on the old internet. <laughs> I'm delighted by everything about this. Listen, my Twitter bio is Dean of New Metal, watch the movie Drug War, and abolish ice. Okay? I got three things I care about. That's what they all Where can are. one watch Drug War? I don't know. Buy the DVD like I did, because I'm a hardcore. All right. He's got it's a that Dean good. salary. He has a Dean salary. You can afford them DVDs. DVDs. I think it was a gift. Actually, I take it back. Listen, I'm due, and then hopefully not just by Taylor Swift stands who are boring. Okay. Over on Twitter. Phil Leiter says, so exciting to hear my email read on your podcast today. And Jenny actually pronounced my last name correctly. You guys are the best. Ooh la la. Thank you. Thank you. Michelle Fief says, something tells me Ramon uh, Villabos says, you need Roach Coach show in your life. I'm glad it's in mine. Made me appreciate Kitty and the Knot. They go hard on Primus, though, but I still tune in. Hashtag Central Chino. Thank you. I'm sure I got your name incorrect. Unlike Philip, please let me know how it's pronounced and I'll correct myself in the future. Uh, thank you, Michelle. And Static Trance said, uh, I had never heard of these guys, but the comments call it new metal in the same vein as Addiction Crew. Hashtag put it on the long list. It's a band called Shorty. Never heard of them, but in December. They're having a reunion show. All right. So I don't, you know what? We did it. We did it. Bands we've never <laughs> heard of who are new metal are getting back together. Wow. Just Congrats for us. us. Yeah. We did it again. We did it with Shorty, Matt. Matt, do you have any Shorty by any chance? Uh, yeah. This is Blame uh, by Shorty from the album Without a Promise.
Okay. It's just a taste. You got to pay for the rest, baby. Okay. So that's Shorty. They're getting back together. We didn't know they existed, but they exist, baby. <laughs> and it's happening. Yeah, and they're getting back together. They're getting back together. So go to the shows. It's a bonus celebration. You didn't know it existed. Now you found out that it did. And then it's happening again. There you have it. Nice. So Living it up. Yeah, it's, it's on December 20th at the Holy Diver in Sacramento, California. And they'll be joined by bands Long Drive Home and Seventh Standard. Wait, you get to live in California and you also get to go to this show? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a twofer. A lucky duck. Oh, speaking of lucky ducks, we got to talk about this. This is breaking news. Australian tour. Bush, Stoneable Pilots and Live. What? Wow. <laughs> there you have it. So they're going to be playing places in Australia like Tuncurry and Parramatta and Wollongong and Adelaide and Perth, Sunshine Coast, Brisbane, Newcastle. You're going to get them all. Bush, live, Stuntable Pilots. There you have it. Uh, not new metal related, but, you know, no, gab a little Rosdale. Those were bands, though, that were around and very, very popular just mm-hmm during and also precursors to the rise of new metal this is true this is true contemporaries hey stuntable pilots they were on a family values tour didn't make any sense but they were there and we heard it we did that is it for who's tweeting keep on saying hello online facebook twitter instagram send us an email roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com you guys it's the album of the week the much requested cane hill and their album smile Jenny, when did this album come out? Oh, this album? It came out on July 15th, 2016. 2016. Uh, <laughs> this is in the, the, the now? Yeah, I don't even know. I think we have classified this period of time as that was a great party, I believe. Yeah. That's where we are. This is 100% me seeing Express selling Jinkos and scrunchies. <laughs> so. Right. Absolutely. Uh, I know you're wondering, Lawrence, I'll tell you right now, the genre tags yes. on this record are new metal, industrial metal, and grunge. Grunge. Okay. Uh, Jenny, any history with Cane Hill? None whatsoever. Other than people uh, letting us know that we should listen to them, I don't have any uh, any history with them whatsoever. How about you, Lauren? So Matt Carp, writer of New Metal Resurgence, also host of the Head for the Barricade New Metal podcast. He's a big proponent of Cane Hill, and when their second album came out, which is called Too Far Gone, which came out last year actually he was pushing it pretty hard and i listened to it it did not really resonate with me wasn't great wasn't bad just didn't click with me for whatever reason and so that was really all i knew about it was i listened to their second album and that was about it so yeah so this was a a real brand new listen for me listening to this uh this one because i did not really have any experience with them matt nas kane hill history it sounds familiar but i guarantee i don't know any of this um 
And then I uh, mistook them for Drew Hill in my mind on first hearing it. Cisco's not in this band. <laughs> no, none what of those shame. guys. But guys, can you imagine? <sighs> Matt. Cisco? Matt, the last thing that this album needs is thongs. That's all I'm going to say right now, okay? <laughs> I feel like thongs are implied here. Wasn't it also uh, last week, I think it was suggested that we take a look into this it was it was suggested and now here we are jenny who's in cane hill oh my god who isn't in cane hill <laughs> i'm just kidding cane hill is elijah witt on lead vocals james barnett on guitars uh ryan henriquez on bass and devin clark on drums and percussion producer on this record drew folk also known as Wizard Blood, but without any vowels. I love it. <laughs> the great vowel it. drought hit, and Drew wasn't able to have any vowels. And he uh, became all caps. Mm-hmm. Wizard Blood. Wizard Blood. Drew has worked with such artists as Bullet for My Valentine, Lil Peep, and yes, Chris Motionless, Motionless in White. Very good. So, yeah, Congrats, this guy, this, I'm going to say Wizard Blood, looking through his resume of production and mixing, this guy gives me a Putney vibe. He's working with guys like Memphis Mayfire and Ice Nine Kills and Beartooth and Chelsea Grin. And Pop As I Lay Evil, Dying. the super group, Pop Evil. Wait, who are Pop Evil? Pop Evil. Uh... <laughs> Uh, they're from Michigan, actually. Oh, uh, maybe they're not a super group. Oh, it says so. Yeah, they're they're formed in North Muskegon. Wow. Okay. Ski town. Apparently, they're rocking up there. So yeah. So he has worked with. Oh, he worked with Fear Factory. On uh, I'm talking about Wizard Blood. Uh, worked with Fear Factory on uh, Genexus. He was the vocal producer. Whoa, that means it was him and Burton in the booth. Wizard Blood. What do you got for me? No that's, vowels. No, no vowels. That's for sure. So we have the genre tags. Uh, so I was not able to acquire a physical copy of this album because when I went online, they were very expensive, which was blowing my mind because this album is not that old. Amazon had none for me to buy. So that was very weird. Uh, but we were able to go over to Discogs to take a look at some of these liner notes. Let's talk about this album cover, Jenny. He's eating a lot of jewelry. Okay. One thing we're going to learn, and I don't want to bury the lead here. Don't bury it. A lot of mouth stuff. Yeah. So (laughs) he's eating a lot of, looks like mostly costume jewelry, to be honest. None of this looks like true high quality jewelry. So what he's about to swallow, I'm going to guess 300 bucks tops. So a little bit about me. Um, <laughs> jewelry, jewelry grosses me out. Uh, so this is like the grossest album cover I've ever seen in my whole life. Like as a thing that people wear. It's basically like if I see somebody like put like a necklace in their mouth, I want to throw up. So like what about if somebody's just wearing like a statement necklace? Depending, it might 
like I mean, here's the thing: I can function as a normal human being, but like I would say, like, but I would say, uh, fifty percent of the time, I'm like, oh god, no, I don't, I don't know, I, I can't explain it. Like the idea of like jewelry on skin that's like sweaty it's gross me i just even talking about it right now uh so anyway this cover okay, with him like putting jewelry yeah this is like yeah him putting this in, like honestly the first time i saw this album cover i was like gross no thank you uh and then back cover all the guys just lined up wearing leather jackets looking do you have a problem with that i have no problem with leather jackets no <laughs> men leaning against a stucco Mm-mm. building no problem at all also in here we have what I assume is uh, Elijah, lead singer, vomiting in a bathroom. Yeah, one side of the insert. It looks like this is the the liner notes for uh, a record. So mm-hmm. one side of the insert has what appears to be the song titles and lyrics. And then our boy vomiting something. Uh, nice color to the vomit. Yeah, it looks like a slime from back in the day. It does. It looks like, yeah, maybe that's how people got slimed. It was Elijah vomiting on them. I just want to mention this picture. I have no problem. Yeah. All right. Well, and then it looks like maybe the the vomit splattered on side A and side B of this this record. This record, actually, uh, Matt, you are a record collector yourself. Yeah. What do you think about this vinyl? Um, cool, kind of a looks like a highlighter yellow and pink uh, splatter. Um, yeah, it's a nice, a nice variant from the black. It includes a digital download. There so, you have it. There you go. Nobody uses those. Let me and tell you. the one on Discogs signed. Signed, signed by everybody the in the band. I cannot look at this picture anymore closing I'm so that sorry for you right. it's okay you close that out all right if it was holes i'd have a problem with it that's right you don't like that what's that called again trip uh trifophobia something yeah like that trifophobia we've all got Di- something i've diagnosed myself mm-hmm. <laughs> i'll survive yeah okay well we dived in we got producer we got wizard blood behind the boards we know who's in the band we know we're dealing with some new metal in some the genre new new. some new new and I think we're ready to dive into this thing. Well, let's go, baby. All right. The first track is called MGGDA. <laughs> Naive and oh so confident. We soak up blatant ignorance. I am your world, motherfucker. Yeah! 
guys, I wanted to activate the pit there. I didn't. I think it would activate a pit without a shadow of a doubt uh, at the beginning. Um, but what was happening when that was turning down? Elijah's yeah. going in. All right? He's going in. We're screaming. We're croaking. We're doing it all. He's doing it all. Uh, Jenny, we'll start with just to start with you. What did you think of MGGDA? Uh, I thought it was a hot open. I was thinking it. I. It is. There are flavors of new, but is this really a new metal song to me? Not, not quite. This felt more alt. Uh, this felt more like in the like, not even metalcore. Like this is a, it's a heavy song. It definitely had like flavors of new, but it to me wasn't quite new. I liked it. I thought it had, I thought it had like more of like an industrial vibe kind of, maybe not industrial, but the vocals to me kind of took it to a different vibe than just straight new. I'm curious to see what you both have to say because you you're making confused faces. So I feel like I'm off on my interpretation. <laughs> I'd love to hear more from the two of you. For me, I got I, I put strictly new metal core. Oh, like okay. because it's not metal core because I listened to this whole album three times without any problems. Um if it had been metal core, that would have been a very hard proposition. Because the, the guy's vocals are sometimes he's screaming, sometimes he's doing a Marilyn Manson thing, sometimes he's just singing. So that variety already makes it, in my opinion, more interesting than most metal core that I've heard. Also, it seems you've got these old movie samples that feel very Rob Zombie in there. Also, this uh, this song has like a swagger to it that I did not anticipate that makes it feel a little newish, a little new metalish. Uh, that, that ad libbed where he says like, I'm fucking James Dean. And then he's like, Oh yeah. Like that type of stuff gives me in a new metal vibe, gives me a new metal situation a bit. Like Matt said, you get the come get me hands and then we are, we are rocking. We are rocking. So yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say straight up new metal, but new metal core for sure. Matt Nas. Yeah, at the beginning, when we are in the verses, I'm like, this is a straight pit activator. This is straight new metal. I'm, I'm in it. And then we get to kind of the chorus. And that's where I think it it takes its divergence from a straight new metal sound because it doesn't go into either a very straight ahead blatant hook or a shout along chorus or anything like that. It goes more into a very new metal trope. It seems like he's in his feelings, guys. He's in his feelings about America. There are a lot of feelings on this record. Well, so yes, they are, but I, I read a lot of interviews Mm -hmm. this band, especially I tried to find interviews that were done around this time. And one of the things is that they were asked if um, they're a political band. And Elijah says they try not to be because they find political bands to be too preachy. Um, but they do have strong opinions about how Donald Trump is like a piece of shit and things like that, which 
you know. Good. Not to like spoil anything for anybody, but I agree. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I whatever genre this song is. More hot political takes coming oh, up. Oh yeah, that's right, everybody. Well, we're changing formats. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, I've, I've got to tell you, I have I have in my notes here that this song made me think about. There's a the, the lyric near the end. Where he just says, naive and oh so confident, we soak up blatant ignorance, my good goddamn America, which is what the song title means. And what it made me think of is when there are tragedies and there are injustices that we find out about every day when we log onto Twitter and go on Facebook and open a newspaper, and somebody is always like, I don't know about you guys, but in my Facebook feed is like, this isn't us. This isn't this isn't America. We were we are and uh, and this song's basically like, no, no, no. This is us. Check the history books. Things have always been a little rough around here. It's just that we're finding out about it more. And I was not expecting to see that message on track one of this album where a guy is eating jewelry, which is gross. So yeah, <laughs> I agree. Well, let's go to the next song, which will also uh, usher us into our first video where we get to see this. Yeah. This dude, Elijah's fucking hungry. <laughs> I will say that. <laughs> His hunger is represented throughout the album in many ways. Uh, this next song is called The New Jesus. Definitely some Zombo vibes here. Absolutely. This is the thing. This song, it's a crusher, but it's also a bop. It is. That's, I think, the secret to a song that is good to run to. Because mm-hmm. I, the first time I listened to this record, I was out on a run. And when this, this song came on, I felt like I was being cheered on by the little ladies saying, They do, Jesus. I was like, yeah, okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah. I I enjoyed this song. Um it was definitely a little heavy-handed for me and like it's it's imagery, but Yeah, the, I mean my feeling with and we're going to get to this video, but my feeling with uh, Elijah is he's he's 100%. Uh he's he's 100%. He's giving you the whole the whole deal. I mean, hey, he's eating jewelry on the front cover of the album. If that how ain't could a, he not? how could he not? I mean, he that's... was hungry. He was hungry. He so was at Zales. He couldn't help himself. I'm hungry. Ugh, I'm so disgusting. So hungry. Is that the watch? 
Your daddy's retirement gift is delicious. Nom, uh, nom, 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 thank you so much. I'm going to throw up. This is definitely yeah. where I got that industrial vibe that you were talking about earlier. Mm. That vocal treatment is straight, like, straight KMFTM. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I like it, though. Like, I think it sounds good. Wizard Blood did a great job. I love Wizard Blood. Despite not having any vowels in his name, he was able to make this sound full. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little bit, I do, I have to say, I automatically go to a place of, like, eye roll anytime something's like, I'm Jesus. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I read uh, an interview that Elijah did, and, and they asked him about, like, these, like, hot topic issues that come up in this album, because there are lots of them. Uh, and on the religion front, he was just saying that uh, it was with a British magazine that I read this, but he was saying that he thinks that like the basic tenets of religion are like so obviously good, like all of like do unto others and like all of the kindness things. But he feels that sometimes in America specifically, the principles can be taken and kind of like bastardized to, uh, you know. Oh, yeah represent things that perhaps like the core of like the effort of religion was like meant to like escalate like i don't know so i was i have to say (laughs) i was like kind of shocked when i read the interviews what i heard from the band was different than what i would have expected Hmm. based on what we listened to yeah i um yeah the uh the cheerleader chant stuff up top gave me uh, a Marilyn Manson vibe from Mob Scene, if you remember that uh, that single from Old Manson. I like this one. Let's talk about this music video. All right. You start. So I watched all the vids. So This is I, me. I, I, uh, I queued up these videos foolishly right before I went to bed last night. And what you have is you have, it's a twisted carnival. It's Theater Bazaar, which is a regional theater thing here. Elijah is on a crucifix that he's dragging around with them with a bunch of goth girls who are all around him. And they all seem not really sure what to do. I don't want to put anything on the director, but it seemed like they were like, do we just stand next to him? Like, should we look at the camera? Should we look at it? People seemed unsure where to, what to do. Elijah has gross teeth. He's got white lips. He's just looks very unhealthy. And which I think was the idea. We get a lot of shots of that. The gross teeth were just a wild addition that I didn't understand. But then I, as I would learn with later videos, Elijah in his mouth, that's a, that's its own subject. <laughs> That's its own subject. You got to focus on the mouth. Uh, but then they have these shots of the band performing in front of fireballs and in some slow motion. And that <laughs> shit is awesome. More of that, please. A lot of headbanging going on there. Yes. They look sick as fuck in those scenes. So I was very much on board with that. I was not so much interested in the... I mean, was there parts where like, people were smearing blood on their mouths? Maybe There's a lot of like... I think... 
I sit here desensitized to like mouth blood and smearing and mouth things because there were three videos that I watched for this album and it's all like <laughs> some form of like we're bloody we're hot bloody people mm-hmm. hot bloody people who love to lick and have mouths and drool and smear they're messy mm-hmm. they hot, a messy mess they're messy messy <laughs> They're so messy, messy, messy. Well, my my complaint is that I think there wasn't enough going on with these quote unquote hot goth girls who were just hanging out. Like I was like, give them something to do, be it smearing or something. A lot of them seemed unoccupied. Maybe they put out a casting call. More people showed up than they thought. They didn't want to be mean, so everybody got to be in it, but not everybody had something to do. Well, uh, when I first heard this song, I got like a, a Rob Zombie vibe. And then when I saw this video, it just kind of was like doubled down. Um, I don't think that's a bad thing. I just no. think that like, yeah, it was like it was a lot of like very like spooky carnival shit. And I was like, oh, this is 100 percent the opposite of my shit. There was like a fire breather in it. And I was like, <laughs> As we all know from my running stilts story. That's right. <laughs> I put my running stilts on and ran away from this vid. <laughs> away! <laughs> Can't do it. Can't uh, do it. Yeah. But there was definitely like... I noticed... I started to notice the uh, oral fixation in this <laughs> vid. And <laughs> I don't want to bury the lead. Don't bury the lead. Uh, right. Yeah. So yeah. Then also, we should we should mention this was the first single. That that is very true. Um, let's keep going. Up next, we've got a song called uh, "True Love." Also, second single. Life.com called. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this also had a video. This fucking video. Lauren's <laughs> video comments to me. He sends them to me often, and I have to admit that I watch them less than I should. But today I said, you know what? I'm watching all the videos Lauren sends me. And he gives me a little tagline for each one. Um, The tagline for the first video was like Twisted Carnival vibes. The other one, this one, was just gross. And I'll tell you the the other one when we get to it. (laughs) But um, this made me laugh a lot, this video. This was the one that had like the 
animal images like spliced in, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're just like. <laughs> okay. I want to say, first of all, mm-hmm. I liked this song. Oh, yeah. This is a good I song. I thought that this song was good. Um, I. I, I like the whole vibe of this song. I think that it's like I'm very quickly learning the at this time. I know that like Kane Hill kind of shifted their vibe later on. But this time I feel like you're learning the like Kane Hill like naughty boy mm-hmm. life vibe or whatever. The video was like. <laughs> This dude's mouth, he was, like, licking stuff and had, like, a bunch of, like, shit on his face. And then you'd see, like, a lion. (laughs) And then there was a snake eating a rat. And then Betty Boop showed up at one point. (laughs) I was... Mitch was playing uh, a video game that I won't name. But he was playing a video game. And I was sitting there and I was just like, snake, lion, Betty Boop. (laughs) Like, I was just trying to describe it to him. And he's like... What are you fucking watching? And I was like, I don't even know. I'm, I'm watching somebody's kink on, on screen. It's, it's yes. And there are like lots of like old timey, like uh, something weird or uh, is that what it's called? It's like something. Something awful? It's not something. Maybe it is. Oh, wait. You're talking know. about Faces of Death? No, I'm not talking about Faces of Death. You talking about it Faces just, of Death? Yeah, dude. First of all, all that shit get cut off. All that shit's real. I think it was called something weird. It was like a a label that put out lots of like really interesting old horror movies, and then they also had like a lot of like old like erotica stuff, a lot of like spanky boys and stuff, and like there was a lot of stuff like that in this video. So I don't even at this point watching the video. How do I even feel about the song? Who knows. Lauren, what do you think? Uh, the song, I'll start with the song. Because here's the thing, I listen to the whole album and then I watch the videos. And I think that's, I mean, honestly, my my tip is to listen to the album and never watch the videos. But that's just me. Uh, so it's got a hot, chuggy drop. And it's unsettling. And I wrote, is this about dangerous sex or masturbation? And then the pull me back, prevent me from dying. I said, shit's wild. That's really what I got out of it. Because there's, uh, you know, we, we've heard songs before where people are like, I'm twisted, I'm crazy. And it's like, eh, you've just kissed are a lot you? of girls. Are you? But I I believed him just hearing this song. And then I watched the videos and I was like, oh boy. So my notes for the video, I wrote, it's gross. Elijah is sitting around in his underwear Oh, yeah, I forgot. He's, like, kind of almost uh, grabbing his dick the whole time. Oh, I know. Yeah. (laughs) I'm surprised you left that part out. I forgot. I was like, just fucking do it. Just just latch onto that hog. Here's the thing. you're going to gel. You know what I mean? (laughs) The thing that's worse about it is that, yeah, he's constantly almost grabbing himself, but then he is drooling and rubbing blood. He's got a feather boa and then he's rubbing panties on his face and his crotch. I wrote in my notes, no thank you. Elijah's a freak. He is a freak. And I think Freakful he's freak. He's he's gonna be freaky. Here's the thing. I think you should let your freak flag fry ah I can't even say it. <laughs> oh you're gonna fry you're gonna fry it? <laughs> <laughs> let your Whoa. freak flag fly. But I was not on board 
I think more than anything, it was the drooling stuff. That really grossed me out more than anything else. There was a lot of like, even in the the new Jesus, there was a lot of like finger sucking, drooly. I feel like to not reveal too much, I think I get the kind of dude Elijah is. (laughs) (laughs) When I was watching this, I was like, all right. I got you, Elijah. Got you, bud. Yeah. So it was um, easily one of the grossest videos we've ever seen for the show. I'm going to throw that down right there. I can't think of a grosser one. Can you? To me, it was easily one of the most like weirdly spliced together with nature documentary videos we've ever seen, <laughs> but it could be all in one. Um, all right. Let's keep going. Up yeah. next, we've got a song called St. Veronica. So I wrote in my notes that I was getting a corn vibe as I was listening to the song. But then that chorus hit and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. My mistake. I'm getting Queen of the Damned vibes. We definitely have gothy, shaky, JD vibes going on here. Yeah, this was, I mean, you've got those beepy boys and this sort of filtered guitar up top. But yeah, this one, I was... I was a little surprised to get this one. I didn't think we'd get something like this, but uh, I was on board. I'm always on board for a little Queen of the ba- Queen of the Damn vibe, so I wasn't upset about it. Jenny, what'd you think? I definitely heard strong, like the the shaky, like sort of like the distant shaky vocals into the beepy voice. I also got a Queen of the Damn vibe, which I wasn't mad about. Um, it was an interesting departure from something like the new Jesus. It was like, okay, like we're exploring a variety of vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this was my favorite track. Well, I do know that this wasn't my favorite track on the album, but I didn't hate it. Uh, it just seemed like it, I kept trying to hear if this album was new metal. And I read almost all of the reviews 
for this album. Oh. Um, and some of them were like, oh, new metal is back. A lot of them uh, said, one of them said, it's not so much uh, a revival as a reminder. Um, hmm. that, was, that was a little harsh. Um, but then I read an interview with the, the people in this band and they said they didn't understand why people were saying they were new metal. Um, cause they don't feel that they are. Can't say I'm so sure about that. It seems like the influences, uh, sort in- of pull heavy from that. But, yeah. But I don't know. This one was definitely interesting to me. Uh, Matt, what'd you think? You know, the queen of the damn five is on lock. Kind of, kind of with you on the corn, Jonathan Davis, Jonathan Davis, esque vocal treatment. I don't know if this guy's my favorite vocalist, and then he starts screaming or like, like doing that lower like, and I'm like, oh yeah, I love this guy, but when he's actually singing, I'm like, oh, I don't know how much of this I can take. Hmm. Um, maybe it's me. I don't know. So songmeanings.com was useless for this album. No comments on any of these songs. But thankfully, I shouldn't say totally useless. They gave us all the lyrics. But what was interesting was diving into these lyrics. It seems to be that this song is about an abusive relationship from the POV of the abused. And I don't think we normally get that that angle. Normally, it's uh, the guy singing about, I'm going to wrap you in a bag and toss you in the river and now we've got the pov from the bag yeah so <laughs> bag ov bag wow. yeah i feel so empowered <laughs> i hey, love to get my word out from the body bag my man <laughs> listen jenny it's all about progress and you can't you know the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step that is taken by the person in carrying you in the bag yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I disagree. <laughs> that's where the journey should start. But I guess oh, no, no, perhaps that, we I have mean, to go to the next song. I mean, we got to get through this album. We, we got to get through this album. We do. So saying, uh, I want to be clear that I'm not in a body bag no. right now. Mm-mm. Very much. Free to whip my arms around here and alive. Uh, up next, we've got a song called Fountain of Youth. Everyone says that the good die young, but if I die young, what will you say about me? It's a bop and it this, fucking rules. This song is 
such I don't know if it's new metal. I think it probably is. Yeah. But like <laughs> this song is a total bop. I love it. I love the lyrics. I love I don't care. I don't care if I don't make it. This is the letdown. I'll never get out. I don't care. This is the letdown. So get down. It's such a bop. What I could, it's so good. I love the line. I could be saved. I could be a nice motherfucker. I mean, oh, dude, dude fucking crushes it. I wrote top shelf new metal chorus. It's got a Slipknot vibe to it. This song rules. I love it. I love it. Matt and Oz. I rolled. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Jenny. Sorry. Jenny. Oh, <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. I rolled 150 joints to this song. Dude. <laughs> fucking. That's what I was gonna say. Spark it up, blues. Dude, I, I smoked 100 joints at once. Fucking hell, Dude, man. I'm cool. <laughs> you gotta be like so high right now. I'm. You wouldn't even believe it. I couldn't. Everest, kiss my ass. I'm already higher than you. Uh, I. I, I, what I was going to say is that I rolled my eyes when I heard everyone says that the good die y'all. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. But the song came through. It's a bop. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry to interrupt you, Matt. No, I love it. And I love this song. I'm living for this song. <sighs> Why wasn't this a single? That's a question. Oh, boy. I mean, you got this lyric here. Smiling bright until my eyes eat me alive, salivating me. Well, that's a very Elijah thing. Shut the fuck up. I just want to stop. You got to shut the fuck up in there. I love it. Maybe it wasn't a single because people in their mid to late 30s aren't the target audience. (laughs) That might be it. (laughs) That might be it. Why wasn't this a single? Oh, because I'm geriatric <laughs> to the people oh, trying to I am, this record i am the olds right because i've started to be like is there a crease in my wrist and my neck oh yeah you're in your 30s your body is wrinkles sorry kane hill no one reached out to me i love fountain of youth you love know? it love it All right, up next, we got cream pie. (laughs) It's only dirty if you make it. It's only dirty if you make it. me up with those lyrics please if somebody's got them um uh, yeah jenny go ahead sure it's um okay it's only dirty if you make it not said about a hundred times and then you say if you know my name you know by now 
that I'm two hits in and three bumps down. Try to censor me. I'll say what I want to. Smile and walk away. You always going to fucking try to censor me. I'll say what I want to. Smile and get away. Get in line with the others. It's only dirty if you make it. Oh. Yeah. I see what they're doing. Because if it could be a cream pie, like you might buy from Little Debbie. Right. It might be a cream pie another way. <laughs> I, know, I know what that means, huh? David. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who David is. Um, <laughs> I, so reading... Um, Reading interviews, it, they're mostly with Elijah, uh, but a lot of the interviews I read were in 2018 that kind of accompanied a later release, and they weren't quite sure why they got mixed in with like new metal bands, but mm-hmm. or like with the idea that like new metal was like making a comeback. But this song, very specifically to me, is like this is a new metal song. This is a 1999 new metal song that was released in 2016. Or was it 2015? 2016. 2016. Gotta trust myself. Yeah, like, to me, this was 100... A filler track on a new metal record, for sure. But, like, Mm. this was very new. Uh, Lauren, what'd you think? Uh, this one, you know, with the, we didn't even get to it, but at the very end, there's like a sample from, I'm assuming. That's right. Assuming a porn or something. It doesn't sound. It it sounded like an old timey, uh, BDSM, like fetish situation. Like what we saw in the previous video. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It sounded. Other than lions. It sounded unpleasant. Yeah. It didn't sound like fun. Uh, and this one just felt very shock value and honestly, the drop into the try to censor me part is super awesome, but I feel like it's like wasted in this song because the song really isn't realized. Like there aren't really any verses to it. It just seems to be here to just to be like fucking crazy, which I get. And it is funny that they would be like, what? New Metal Us? And then they make a song like this. But it does. It felt a little filler to me. And I wasn't, uh, I didn't like hate it, but I, it, it, that drop is so cool, but I don't feel like what's around it is as cool. Matt Nas? Well, it's only dirty if you make it. I know. Gosh, I know. I'm not trying to censor anybody, okay? <laughs> but better not gonna, try to censor him. But he's going to come there and he's going to finish. It's so. only dirty if you make it. But it's only dirty if you make it. And then I'm going to get out of there. I'm going to come in here. I'm going to say what I need to say. And then I'm going to get out of here. Right. You're going to hear moans that could be pleasure or pain. I'm just going to give you the old verbal creep out. I'm here to give you the old verbal creep out. Oh, does that mean that my words are leaking out the door? Come on, guys. Next track. Next track is a song called You're So Wonderful, which also had an accompanying video. <laughs> Lord Almighty.
Yeah. Lauren's note on this vid was Yowza. Yowza. And I was like, well, how can I not watch it? <laughs> how can <laughs> I not caption. watch a Yowza? Because I wasn't as grossed out by the previous vid that Lauren sent. He said like, gross. I was like expecting something a lot more gross. Um and then someone said Yowza. And I was like, Well, what the fuck am I about to watch? But I was there for it, and it turns out. This is a classic case of corpse fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this vid. Um, there are lots of bodies in the morgue, but I'll tell you what the twist is. The mortician? Not a man, but a lady. A very attractive lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's at work, so she's got her hair in a ponytail. And she's got some glasses on. <laughs> but uh, she steals from work. And what she steals from work... Is the corpse of Elijah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she takes him home to a creepy old house that happens to have like cobweb broken dolls around. I love real Bloomhouse production situation I've, going uh, on. I'm 30 seconds into this video <laughs> and I'm in fucking love with this conceit. Like, hey, you know, you know how a morgue in a hospital is like a cold room mm-hmm. kind of static. Looks like um, an old school classroom sure. with like lockers. Uh, uh-uh, uh, not this one, baby. <laughs> it's lit from above with fans. First of all, who could resist that corpse? <laughs> I mean, here we go. Just she was like, you know what? I see Elijah, and I'm like, I need to fucking kiss your face. I know he's dead. But he's newly dead enough that he's in. Rigor mortis is set in. Ooh, and let me tell you, I'd like to ride that rigor mortis bone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speaking from the, the perspective of the mortician, not myself. Um, at the, the time that this airs, I'm a newly married woman. That's yeah, right. That's and right. even as like a single woman, I wouldn't fuck a corpse. So... <laughs> Pretty strongly about being this. I know, I know, I know. You're both shocked. Shut it down. We didn't get Jenny to. God damn! I thought we. I thought we had a long time. Three year, dude. I bet you like a hundred bucks that eventually we could get Jenny to admit that she'd fuck a court. (laughs) I think she would. Uh, pay up, Nas. Wow. Well, we've all spent a great deal of time and like life changes together <laughs> to get to this point where I'm sad to inform you that 
regardless I, of my marital status or mood or like being in and out of depression. Like I, I I'm sorry. But this mortician, different story. She's <laughs> in it. She feeds him wine. She pours wine all over him. She licks him. More tongues. <sighs> boy, oh boy. Licks him, licks this dead body, licks him. And then the end, we get a panty drop. She drops the panties. It's implied and, that she's yeah. fucking this corpse. I do want to note when she gets home, she takes her glasses off so she doesn't look like a nerd anymore. <laughs> oh, no, I'm hot. She does. She puts on like a sexy red dress to impress the corpse. Like everybody does when they <laughs> fuck a corpse. My God. I mean, I can see some benefits to like not fucking a corpse, but just like, yeah. Hey, ways to impress a corpse. Sexy dress. Sexy dress. No glasses. Panties dropped. I'll tell you right now, a corpse will not fuck you if you have glasses on. Oh, hey, absolutely man. not. A corpse will just pull it in. <laughs> They'll turtle it. It's weird. Yeah, it's like you're dead, but like you're still like aggressively. How did you suck your whole dick in? I know you're dead, but <laughs> he's just the spirit is above his body, like, like pull the ripcord. <laughs> Those Don't fucking nerds. Pajama pants. Those are fleas. Those are fleas pajama <laughs> pants. Don't hit it. Don't you dare try to have sex with the corpse if you're wearing Red Wings fleas pajama pants. <laughs> Never. No. You got to be in a hot red dress. Yeah. No glasses on. My corpse only wants sexy. At this point, the corpse is like, look, I'm dead. What am I going to come, spirits? Like, I can't do that. Wouldn't it be great, though, if it came and it was like, (laughs) ghost sperms? I'm here to haunt you. Gosh, shit, I just... Oh, shit, my vagina is haunted. Oh, no. (laughs) There are hundreds of spirits in here now. It's a fertile ghost. I just want to say that I stand by my, my initial comment. Yowza. (laughs) <laughs> I agree. Well, do you think that ghosts have like, if a ghost, okay, let's say we follow the the logic that a ghost can will come spirits and then haunt your vagina, okay. Um, is it? Do you think that it's that older spirits would have fewer ghosts, like W. T. Sherman, for example, would have like one ghost? <laughs> I'm gonna say. It's, Socrates. It, here's here's what I'm feeling. Negative is, ghost. Here's the thing. So inside a sperm is what like a million tiny. Well, not inside a sperm. Inside like ejaculates, like a million tiny little sperms all racing. Right. That is my understanding. So if you're dead and you ejaculate, then there are a million little dead sperms. So you would theoretically be haunted by a million ghosts. Boy. But that's only, only if you do it in time. <laughs> right. True. Otherwise uh, you just well, get a you just get a well, puff. You I, get a puff. I really can't wait for Bloomhouse to take this on. <laughs> oh yeah. Annabelle fourteen is gonna be <laughs> Ghost. It's just gonna be sperms haunting Ghost eggs. Chiz. It's just gonna all be it'll be like a, a convergence of like look who's talking and like an Annabelle movie where the sperms are haunting the eggs. 
Um, wow. Okay. We went on a whole journey there and that's great, but we've got so much more to go with this record. Uh, let's listen to Ugly Idol Mannequin. So you're telling me you're going to make the ghost comes inside. You're telling me you write this song and someone comes up to you and goes, you like new metal, bro? And your response is, I don't know her. What? Mm. Come on, you guys. Mudvayne. Static X. Yeah. So much. This is... New metal. My fucking God. I love it. This song is extremely new metal. And also haunted by a thousand sperms. I I did also notice that there are... I haven't dug in it too much because I don't really want to think about it. But um, (laughs) a lot of... I mean, the mouth fixation thing is real. Jewelry eating. Well, oh God, no, I'm not even, no, I mean, I'm so grossed out. You don't even know. Um, the first verse you have, how do you sleep with your crooked smile? Then a bad excuse for bleeding gums. Then last verse, God damn it. I got cotton mouth. This guy is obsessed with oral health. Oh, you cut your lips in dreams of doubt. This guy. Oral fixation for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Also, this thing is a crusher. It's so new metal. Ah! Great song. I love it. Great song. It's so good. We've reached the time where I asked Jenny how respectful of our time is this album. Oh, this album comes in at 34 minutes and 25 seconds. Beauty, bro. (laughs) This also comes the time that I have to reveal to you. The genre tags on here are new metal, industrial metal, and grunge. That's because these young men cite acts such as Megadeth, uh, a couple other bands as being influences, but one being Alice in Chains. What? Yes, that's right. The Lady Alice in Chains. <laughs> <laughs> the band <laughs> Ellison Chains. They're like, I know. So fucking proud of I've been reading Howard Stern's latest <laughs> book, and I just feel like it's seeping in. Uh, Alice in Chains. They love Alice in Chains. 
apparently you hear it do you I, hear it in the record i don't i don't hear it on this record but i did listen to a little bit of their new ep that they put out this year which they said was influenced by Allison chain's jar of flies ep and i did mm. get a little bit of that aic vibe and i was not mad about it well you wouldn't be you freak chains me all day chains me all night i'm here to be chained but if Alice had chains in her mouth... Gross, stop it. You would not like it. not like it. Maybe this is how we start to turn you. <laughs> Alice's chains are in her mouth, Lauren. Where ah! are chains? Where are those chains, Lauren? Where are the chains? Uh, all right. We've got a couple songs left to go. She just spits a boat anchor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Al- that looks painful, Alice. Are you okay? <laughs> rooster <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh all right up next we've got screw tape just happened <laughs> yeah that was a bit of a left turn for me lauren what do you think this is my favorite song on the album i oh, okay. love this one this is my shit that's straight from my notes it may not make sense conceptually though but um otherwise it's a fucking crusher cool keyboards the chorus is a bit of a slipknot vibe i'm here for it love it Jenny. I liked this song. Again, this was another one that once I'd learned, they were like, I don't know why people lump us in with new metal. I was like, <laughs> I get a pretty straight line right back to this song. Like, this is a very new metal song. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if when we get into like the days of man, like, mm-hmm. I'm not quite ready <laughs> for that to be a thing. Uh, it's a good song. It might not be quite for me, but I agree. This is your shit. That that chorus happened, and I yeah, I went oh, thank you. This is this is what I've been looking for. And then I I saw when I was doing my research that this is a re-recording uh, from their original EP, just called Cane Hill. So I went back and listened to that, and that is a just they sped it up. They made it faster. Um, I think I prefer this version, but that's still also cool. Matt and Oz, what'd you think of Screw Tape? 
I think the industrial metal tag is appropriate. I think they they rely on it, but then they got to that chorus, which was a total left hook to me. I was not expecting that at all. I don't know if I liked it. I don't think I did. I don't think you did. You're looking at me like you didn't. Like, Yeah, you don't Jenny, look like a person who liked it. <laughs> Jenny... Let me know that it's okay for me to say it's that I didn't fine. like it. It's you fine. Don't, you don't have to like it. I didn't like it. It's fine. Lauren, I didn't like it. I'm sorry. That's, that's fine, How man. How many times have I crushed Lauren's spirits? It's about time you crushed his spirits and not just me. Crush him. You're, uh, you're a strong man. Lauren. What if we massage them? <laughs> but in a way that is painful but ultimately helpful. Are we on the last song? We are. We are. And it's a song called Strange Candy. Hey guys. Uh, where's the store? Because so strange candy. Um oh Well instead of M and M's it's mmms. If you want something like Skittles, we've got Skeet Skittles. <laughs> Skeet Skittles? <laughs> they taste they all like, like sperm. <laughs> it's just jizz. <laughs> Here's where I hear the Alice in Chains influence. Am I alright? Am I alright? Don't come find me. I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling fine. In this brand new dream. Cocaine Jesus. Is there somewhere I need to go? On the journey with this song, man. <laughs> Please get me off the snake. Uh, I mean, oh. we didn't. When does when does the Wawa pedal come in, Jenny? I know that happens I at some point. I didn't uh, put it. There it is. You know what? Chains ever been ambushed by being chained? Yeah, we just got fucking uh, chains. Strange candy comes for you. You know what's funny? When I was listening to this song, uh, when I was doing notes the other night, I, uh, I, uh, that wah wah pedal came on, and I was like, I really like this, but what's this from? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> moving on, and then yeah, no duds. Fucking Alice in Chains. I just, just for whatever reason, you it's were just rooster. like, oh, this is from the whole nineties. <laughs> Where's this Wawa pedal from? I remember my formative years as a Ute listening to records. Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, this was, honestly, I wrote that this was, I mean, it's strange candy. It's also a strange departure for a closing song. Um, And I honestly thought it felt kind of butt. So. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. This song. However this ends up canon-wise, I enjoyed listening to this record. Um, this song I didn't like, but I just feel like it, there's there's like no uh, ill will towards Strange Candy. It's just mm. so clearly not 
for me. Like it's mm. if I had written down notes, this would be this is not my shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's and I mean like it's not that they like pulled it off, you know. Oh yeah. Just ugh, so chainsy. Mm-hmm. So much of like a slip in the butt. It's a classic little slip in the butt. Mm-hmm. What a slip in the butt this is. Get a skeet skittles and slip in the butt. <laughs> the skeet skittles. Oh, man. I'll get you every time. It's just <laughs> semen. They smell uh, like bleach. Yeah. They're not even in the shape of a skittle. <laughs> I got to say, these skeet skittles do not sound like a good deal. They sound like trouble. They're just sperms. <laughs> Super gross. Uh, guys, I can't believe it. That's the end of the album. And now it's time for Canon Talk. Lauren, you start. Plainly, this album crushes. It leans uh, Metal Quarterly on, but it has so much new metal. Touch a Manson, touch a butt. Is it canon worthy? I definitely think there are a number of songs that are canon worthy on this album. Maybe the whole thing? I don't know. But Found Him of Youth, 100%. Ugly Model Mannequin, yes. Screw Tape, yes. That is my feeling. Jenny? I would agree with the songs that you selected for the canon. Uh, I enjoyed listening to this album overall. I also was refreshed to read a lot. After I watched the videos, I was like, what's this guy's fucking deal? This mm. this mouth boy. Um, but I read a number of interviews with him, and it seems like he's a, I don't know, like a very normal person. He In one epi- an episode, in one interview, he specifically calls out like, uh, yeah, we talk about a lot of like sexual topics and like things that are outside of the norm seem taboo. But if anybody says no, even one time, no means no. Like it just seems like these are a, a group of people who are uh, they're doing their thing, but they're not shitheads. So in that way. If there is a new metal of this age, maybe if there's like a resurgence, there will be like respect. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that they said in, in an interview was that they feel like they're a lot less meat heady than a lot of new metal from uh, the prevalent era of new metal. And I think that like that, to me made me feel like they have the misconception that a lot of people do. And I think that I did mm-hmm. about a lot of like the most popular new metal of that time definitely did. But I think that like we've learned over time, it's yeah. pretty rare to get an, uh, a record that is like super like, Oh my God, what the fuck are you talking about uh, with women? So that's good. Kane Hill, if you're listening, which you probably aren't, but if you are, my God, there's so much of it that's just average and isn't mean to anybody. Uh, I think your song choices to put in the canon are correct. I wouldn't put the whole thing in, especially not Strange Candy, as it took me on a butt dive. But I like this record, and I thought it was interesting, and I'd be curious to see what more this band does. Yeah. 
Matt? Not too much to add. I definitely felt a little bit more in the industrial metal at times than the new metal. But that's just because that is a sound that elicits excitement from me. So when I hear it, I'm like, yeah, there it is. Um, (laughs) I definitely wouldn't put the whole thing in. I'm okay with those sound choices because I don't have anything to say opposite. You know, (laughs) oh my God, I'm so fucking tired. Let me try that again. I don't have anything against those song choices because I don't have a strong argument of why they don't belong in. So I'm okay with that, but certainly not the whole thing. No, I think those songs might represent a bit of... The new new. New new. There we go. I'm okay with that. All right. Well, there you have it. Ugly Model Mannequin, Screw Tape, and Fountain of Youth by Kane Hill. New new in the new metal canon. And you guys, I guess this was a bit of a dry run. You know, some people have been messaging us about doing Kane Hill, but they also said, hey, what about a new, new metal November? How do we feel about that? November. Ooh. Well, I think we should ask people what they think. Matter of fact, let's ask them what albums they think we should do. Do we want to put that out there for them, Matt? I think we should. All right. So we're going to throw it up on the old Facebook, on the socials. Let us know. We're, we got we got four weeks in November. Who are the new, new boys you want us to talk about? Or new, new ladies? We don't know. Or new, new animals. That's right. New, new, whatever. Let us know about the new, new metal bands you would like us to talk about for new, new Metal November. I got to work on that name. Uh, and uh, yeah. November. November. There and it is. There it is. You're right. Thank you, Jenny. A problem solver. And uh, yeah, we will. Uh, yeah, we'll do a whole month. Month of November. All new new metal bands like Kane Hill. There are other guys out there of Mice and Men. Heard of them? They might be somebody. Motion. Uh, yeah. Motionless and white. Motionless and white. Do you want us to talk about motionless and white? Yes. No. Other new metal bands. Other guys we're not mentioning. We don't know. Let us know. And uh, that does bring us to the end of our episode. Thank you so much for listening. Let us know about what we just asked you, but also say hello on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. That's another way to let us know about the new new metal. Until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank you. Thank you. All right. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.